Hello heroes, Hannah here. If you can remember all the way back to May, the last episode of Design Doc that we recorded was about burnout. We talked about how the work of the Good Dog Bad Zombie Kickstarter had spiraled beyond our capacities, what that felt like, and what we were doing to get back into the groove with games and to enjoy our work again. So the next planned episode, which I think we'd mentioned in that podcast, was going to be about the design and structure of our new workdays and how we've been structuring those days to feel good. But about a week ago, when Evan and I sat down to work, he said something that really surprised me, given how well I thought our workdays had been going. Um, it also worried me, so I asked if we could sit down and record an emergency episode. So I just want to be clear, everyone is okay here. Spoiler alert. Um, I think this episode is actually really optimistic, but we do talk a little more about how hard some of this work has been and how difficult it sometimes feels to get ahead when you can barely stay afloat. Uh, if that's not your jam right now, feel free to skip this episode. We'll be back to some crunchy game design content soon. Evan. Yo. Do you know why I've gathered you here today? I do not know. It's to record an emergency episode of Design Doc. Wow. Okay. So our last episode, we talked about burnout. Mm-hmm. I think we maybe released that episode in May. No way. It's been, <laughs> it's been a minute. Uh, presumably, we were still recovering from burnout. And that's okay. We take we're gonna take the time we need <laughs> I to, guess recoup, we have. We need to recoup. <laughs> really taking our sweet time. Um so normally when we record design docs, we actually prep a lot. This is true. Yeah. So like we usually will have like a meeting where we make where we talk about the episode and we make an outline and then we really flesh out that outline with like more specific stuff that we're going to say. And so usually it's like two meetings and then a recording. Right. This is not, nothing, none, not happening. none has happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the emergency. That's <laughs> And we do that because, you know, I'm a rambler. I'm a rambling man. <laughs> It's happening right now. But, okay, so I wanted to call this emergency episode because when we did that burnout episode, we said that our next episode was going to be where we talk about this new work week that we've designed. Right. That was a nice ambition. That was a, it was a nice ambition. <laughs> yeah. So what's happened between then, which was a long time ago in the world, and now, besides, you know, just a lot of world yeah. that has happened, is that our workday has, like, it's not that it's fallen apart, this workday that we designed. No. But it hasn't quite, like, we designed this really ideal workday uh, around this idea of working together on games 
three days a week. Mm-hmm. Monday, Wednesday. Wait, no, that's wrong. Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday uh-huh. from around like 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Right. And we've kind of had trouble keeping up with that. I mean, to a large extent, we designed this schedule to be an alternative and to be a next step and to be a healing from the way that we were working on Good Dog, Bad Zombie. Yeah. And then after like two months of that, the Good Dog, Bad Zombie work returned. Yeah. Bingo. So that's part (laughs) of why I have gathered us here for this emergency recording. So, yeah, so we talked all about that in the last episode, you know, about sort of all of the things that spiraled with Good Dog, Bad Zombie and why a project that uh, was actually delivered on time in December 2018. The before times. In the before times where like we delivered a base game on time and fulfilled all of our promises for completing the game and then have spent now two years uh, additional Somewhere between five and seven years, if you ask annoyed backers um, <laughs> for whom time exists in some sort of weird stretch Armstrong yeah. uh, nether <laughs> void. Um, like we've spent two additional years of our lives fulfilling custom rewards on this project. And we're still doing that. Like we're now in what we can say are actually the final weeks of custom rewards ever barring the people who are going to email two years from now wondering why they never got their thing who didn't fill out their surveys we will bar them (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna be like going to prison just kidding all cops have been defunded prisons don't exist anymore we live in a utopia (laughs) a social worker will be knocking on your door (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to check in about uh you know what went on in your life that made it so it was really hard to fill out your survey like are you right? okay mm-hmm. do you need some <laughs> vegetables we're really stepping up our customer reward game <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hannah and evan have actually cooked you this delicious <laughs> basket of goodies <laughs> so like we're there and we're actually getting there and Like, I know that in May, we said we could see the light at the end of the tunnel, and we could, and we've been spending the, you know, eight weeks or whatever since then. (laughs) It's more than eight weeks. There's a number of weeks since then. Like, dealing with the hardest and most confusing of the final backer rewards. Right. Part two. So this morning, we sat down at the table to start working on Good Dog, Bad Zombie stuff. And we're talking about our own work days and talking about making games again. And you said to me something that shocked me, (laughs) which was that you felt like you wished... I'm so bad at listening. (laughs) Okay, That's not what I said. I'm just trying to remember exactly what you said because it struck me so much that I was like, we have to record an emergency episode. You said that like you wished you could work 
more. And I was fucking shocked. Mm -hmm. I was like, it is like everything that we've talked about over the past since since prior to May, like about like healing and ending and like enjoying our time again and making games and making art that we care about. It was mm-hmm. like all of the guilt crept in. Something happened. Yeah. And so like <laughs> like as God and like the, you know, hundred people who listen to design talk <laughs> are my witness. <laughs> like, what the what the heck? <laughs> like, are you okay? I mean, you know, not being clear on how you're gonna pay rent next month has a has an impact like it's rough it's rough and you know so much of the idea of even being like a self-sufficient successful person is tied up with can i at least survive (laughs) can i pay for the the food and shelter and like it's weird when uh, the work is here at home and the tasks are clear to a certain extent. You know, draw this many things, do this much editing and writing. And, you know, it's a hard time for the, for the whole world, but at the same time, it's hard not to just look at my plate and just say, if I just worked more, you know, the work is here, the money could be here, or at least, you know, in a better attempt at getting the money could be made. And so in evaluating how well these days have been spent, It's hard not to hold up the bank account as like a very quantitative measurement of like, did this work out or did it not? It feels like this like role of role reversal for me because, you know, for years, (laughs) I mean, you know, like I grew up with one parent who, if I said something like, you know, I want to... I made this macaroni necklace. My dad would say, ROI. (laughs) (laughs) Which meant, like, what's the return on investment? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I was like, I don't know. I guess you could save it and boil it later for food. (laughs) 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 But, you know, like, it's taken me a lot of life to undo some of those messages which have had a lot of resonating impact into my adult life and Mm -hmm. you used to call that voice republican businesswoman hannah yeah then at some point shortened to rbw (laughs) (laughs) and it's weird because it feels like now i have to it's like my moment to step up to the plate and want to like support you in knowing mm-hmm. that times are hard. <laughs> <laughs> like times are hard and that like life is hard, but like 
Oh. <laughs> well, like it's gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to like let you know. <laughs> that like you know we've been working so hard for so many years and like like we fucked up with good to have a bad zombie you know (laughs) (laughs) I know (laughs) it's like no matter what the most impatient or most annoyed of our of the backers say like it's not the worst kickstarter that has ever been kickstarted like we have worked now for an additional two years of no pay. Sometimes working for like 12 hour days to uh, fulfill a promise. Yeah. (laughs) We did that. (laughs) We did it. And I think that like speaks to us as people who really, really care. (sighs) So I just like want to say that like, I don't think you need to work harder. (laughs) I think that if anybody deserves a break, it's you. And, uh, you know, the money's going to come because we know how to swindle. (laughs) That's right. There's always crime. (laughs) Sorry to put you on the spot like this. (laughs) Sorry to put you on blast. (laughs) No, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) I know that, you know, I don't know, normally these conversations are pretty planned, and I feel like they're coming from a place of us also, like, getting to be a little prescriptive and talking about how we've done it and how we've done it right, or even if how we've done it wrong, how now we know we did it wrong and we're going to do it right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But, like... I don't know. We're both in this moment right now where, you know, things are a little fucked up. We're legitimately like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, we're out of money. Our business is out of money. Like, shit's a little fucked up. Uh, But I don't want the instinct, even if we have to work harder, I don't want the instinct to be one of like a character judgment that like you have failed. Because that is not what I see. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Remember how after the last episode, like, all these people asked us if we were okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We got some sweet listeners. Um, It's true. I mean, like... It's really easy if I look at you to to be like, oh my god, like a character judgment, not in a million years. Like the work you've done is amazing. Like, given how difficult this was, and how much of a mistake we made in judging what this work would be like. Like, it's wild that the work's got done that we've made it, that we're, like, struggling through. We're, like, you know, working other jobs to support ourselves while we continue to pour labor into a project that didn't pay. 
uh, it's just always easier to like be a little stingier with that kind of understanding for yourself than with others. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it, it felt really good a few years ago when people could sort of hold us up as this model of uh, sellouts. <laughs> I mean, it didn't feel good. That actually didn't feel good. But, uh-huh. <laughs> but it, you know, uh, the success of a Kickstarter is not its digits. It is how those digits translate to uh, how how well you mapped those costs to what you promised in the project. Yeah. And when I feel excited about games again, I would give anything to do to make a zine that made a few hundred dollars okay not a few hundred that might not be sustainable but like uh, (laughs) a three-digit kickstarter really really taught me a lot about what i actually want in my life and it is not to be sending people emails for two years about the fact that instead of a photo of a dog, they submitted a photo of what appears to be a potato. Yeah. It's like being the most boring type of Sherlock Holmes. (laughs) Right. What I see here appears to be a potato. (laughs) (laughs) And at some point as you're like, you know, like editing out, uh, the bars of a cage from in front of a dog's fur you think like didn't i want to do game design (laughs) 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 wasn't that what this was about (laughs) um we bought a lot of employment in a job that we didn't want yeah so, yeah, sorry to put you on blast. Mm-hmm. I didn't uh, intend to corner you. <laughs> into I don't some... feel corner. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> I just, I felt so sad when you said that you weren't working hard <laughs> enough. <laughs> because it's just not what I see. And I know the feeling of feeling like you're not making things and like putting things out into the world fast enough that you are excited about combined with the question of like, where is the next? Like combined with the question of, am I going to be able to make rent next month? Right. Yeah. And that was like kind of a sexy question, like in my 20s <laughs> now that i'm in my 30s i'm like what the f-? right i guess i should try to curb fucks in this podcast like it could be an a fuckless podcast ideally but i don't think we should give any fucks what the gorgonzola <laughs> <laughs> well that's the thing about being your own boss it's just like bosses suck (laughs) you know it's like you just feel this pressure to to push yourself past the point 
of happiness, past the point of productivity, past the point of understanding. It's like you just have this one voice on you that's just always just produce, produce, produce. It's not great. It's not a great setup. I was, <laughs> I was, um, I got in an argument with someone online, which is very new and special for me. <laughs> it was about the idea that, like, in a world where people's rent and food were taken care of, nobody would have the motivation to work. And it's not wrong to say that wanting to pay rent and food is a motivation to work. But it's not a motivation to work well. Like, the games that I want to make, the life that I want to live, the care that I want to put into my work, the considerations about what feels like true and important, like all of these could be the primary ways that I work to a much greater extent if there wasn't the beating of this survival drum, which says overwork and be exhausted, which says prioritize whatever feels like it could make the quickest dollar, whatever could make the most widely acceptable dollar. And like, that's not what people want to play. Like, you don't want to play games that were just made at gunpoint. It's not worth it. Yeah, and when you're the one holding it to your head. <laughs> right? Holding <laughs> then, a gun to my own head. Then so that's, uh, that's when you start to... I mean, that's... That was our whole reason for sitting down a few months ago and trying to design this new workday and, like, this new life. And, you know, I mean, the thing that sucks is that just we're still not done with the work that is the <laughs> work making yeah. that difficult. But, like, we're close. And if the tables have to turn and I have to be the person to be like i think that's a republican business person evan talking mm -hmm. like i'll do it <laughs> rbe <laughs> yeah republican business evan yeah it's just not often that i see that <laughs> side of you yeah and I just want you to... I'm sorry. It's a disturbing vision, <laughs> huh? <laughs> I'm like, we've known each other since a long time. <laughs> before times. Since definitely the before times. <laughs> <laughs> we've known each other since 2007 or something. 2006, maybe even. Mm-hmm. And there was the first... The first time we met was when I was in college and... You were illustrating the posters for the Go Club. Yeah. But 
you because of you being you. They were incredibly surrealist and didn't have any connection to the game itself. And me, having never heard of the game of Go before, I thought it was just a club that went places. Yeah. And so I showed up to the first Go Club meeting with like a little like fucking adventurer's <laughs> backpack and like a camelback with, you know, the like kind where you can like, you know, the camelback backpacks where you can like take the little like um water, like yeah. you can like suck the water directly out of your backpack. I like, mean, that's good equipment for a Go game. I too. was ready to go. And little did I know when it was just a bunch <laughs> of nerds sitting down in front of boards looking very focused. Mm hmm. So I guess technically that was the first time I met you, which was probably like 2006 or something. Right. But. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't, you know, that was, I didn't know you then. Yeah. But for as long as I have known you, I feel like there's been this idea that like, oh, it's Evan, head in the clouds, Evan. Mm-hmm. Spacey Evan. I think sometimes those are things that I said. But I think <clears throat> that I should stop smoking so much marijuana because I think it's impacting my podcasting voice. <laughs> but after that, RPW. Uh, <laughs> Republican and blaze it. <laughs> Hannah. Uh, I, I, you work really hard and you work absolutely selflessly. And I don't think that the problem is that you are not working hard enough. I think it's that the level of burnout that we've endured as a result of doing more than two years of work on a project that has felt a little bit distant from our soul. Uh, <laughs> like it's. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, I want to like approach the two problems separately. Like the problem of like creative soul healing and the problem of like destroying capitalism and considering going on a rent strike. Mm -hmm. I think they can be two different things. I'm into them both. Sound like good projects. <laughs> Those are closer to my soul. Cool. <laughs> okay, you down? I'm down. Wow, man. I hope that all the birds outside are getting picked up on the track, too. Right? They're like a really good addition to the podcast. That's what it sounds like when you're not engaged in capitalism. Yeah, like, and you're like, tweet. <laughs> <laughs> tweet, tweet. I don't give a fuck. My rent's free. I live in this bush. <laughs> a cab. <laughs> That's what all of those pharaohs are saying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a cab. A cab. Yeah. Sometimes I give them bread, though, so I think I'm actually part of the problem. It's like free handouts. <laughs> <laughs> think about all the labor they'd be doing. I know. 
And just providing them with all of these social services. And yeah, they're getting... you are the welfare state. Yeah. So I guess birds. I'll reconsider that. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't think it's good for them. It sucks. It sucks to not know what to do about rent. <laughs> it's awful. It's awful to have a bunch of work on your plate that like definitely won't answer that question of what to do about rent. <laughs> yeah. If the work you're doing isn't exactly in service of the work that you want to be doing, getting paid for it does. Getting getting paid for it does add something. For sure. To an extent. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for letting me uh, rope you into a, an emergency recording. Anytime. <laughs> well, My pleasure. Hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> Every day from now on. Or, Let's go. Or if it happens again... I hope it happens in like the wholesome way. Like when my mom, when we were little, used to at like 9 p.m. be like, there's an emergency. And my sister and I would be like, what is it? She'd be like, it's an ice cream emergency. <laughs> and then she would throw us into the car and we would go get ice cream right before Brewster's ice cream closed. I want to live in a world where that's my main emergency. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I want our future emergency recordings to be for the sake of fun. Yeah. And lactose intolerance. That sounds like some good priorities. I'm ready to shift to that world. Would mm. you like to hug again? Yeah, I'd be into that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for being my coronavirus pod. <laughs> I my was born to pod, be this. Podcast pod. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, too. It's been a while since our last episode, but it feels like years have passed in our country. In lieu of our normal outro, we just want to share a few words about the health crisis and the ongoing protests happening nationally and internationally in support of the Black Lives Matter movement and against police brutality. We believe that when pain and injustice are inflicted on some, all of us are harmed. And we believe that staying awake and connected to the real world is crucial for our words and work to have a positive impact. For us, that's looked like following Black activists, game designers, and artists, and it's looked like selling games to raise money for bail funds. 
We'd recommend contributing to the bail funds of Seattle or Portland to help combat the excessive violence of local and federal law enforcement there. We'd also like to spotlight the Okra Project, which provides home-cooked meals to Black trans people, or the Black Mental Health Alliance, which sponsors educational forums and referral services to support the health and well-being of Black people. We'll drop those links into the show notes, too, so if you do have the ability to make a donation, they will be right there. All our best to everyone protesting on the streets, isolating in their homes, or working to stay afloat in this precarious time. We'll be back soon, heroes.